Oh my gosh, hi. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because it is often the kind that bums us out the least. Although, if after another goddamn interview with George R.R. R. Martin, that's <laughs> not going to last for very long. But that's beside the point. Back in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. But now, still teaming up with another person who is not in your quarantine pod, is possibly lethal. It's definitely more frowned upon than trying to think of a fucking argument against student loan forgiveness that has any kind of consistency and doesn't make you sound like Ebenezer Scrooge. So for now, it is one comic against another. And to win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the really good comebacks that they have in a tiny little part of their brain to earn the coveted Waters title, Pundit Emeritus. That title will give a person's opinion on, let's say, Nicole Kidman's jellyfish haircut. It's <laughs> pretty good. More weight than a civilian's. We come here for magic. This is Troubled Waters. Let us meet our comics. I love when we do this. Our first contestant is a comedian who hosts the Blackout Diaries podcast with C.J. Sullivan. It's Sean Bear Flannery. Hello, Sean. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. <laughs> you are in Chicago. I am in Chicago. That's correct. Uh, Fantastic. We, yeah, we have a new podcast, but it's also it's based off a live show that we have every Friday here in Chicago. Yeah. Tell me everything. Uh, it's comics plus everyday people telling true drinking stories with photos from the events. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Fun and uh, potentially terrifying. It's both those. It's, uh, it was once described as a reverse AA meeting, and I think that's the best description of the show. Oh, wow. Well, that's an idea whose time has come. Thank you, Sean, <laughs> for being here. Our second contestant is a comic who hosts The Blackout Diaries with Sean Bear Flannery. It's CJ Sullivan. Hey, how are we? Hi, CJ. This is great. Um, we were just piecing together the night that we met. Yep. Which was a uh, a drinking night in Chicago. It was a drinking evening at a uh, at probably the unofficial sponsored bar of the Blackout Diaries, the Galway Bay, great in uh -huh. on uh, five hundred West of Versa. You can check that out in Chicago. And yeah, you uh -huh. were thinking about where could it have possibly been, and then we realized, oh, that's right, where ninety nine percent of all of our things happened that night blackout at Galway Bay. And yeah, mm -hmm. we were underneath the ground, uh, feet stuck to the floor, uh, eating from the popcorn machine. Yeah, that's one of the, like the 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 enduring image in my mind of that night. It was from me just like a, a trail of popcorn going from the machine to where I was sitting, mm -hmm. just like like essentially like a gravel path of popcorn that I was leaving in my wake. Uh, anyway, now you have met our players. It is time to see who has the better grasp of what matters this week, pop culturally speaking. Players, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or tragically overlooked story or person or event of the last week or two. Sean, we'll start with you. Uh, yeah, well, CJ and I kind of powwowed on this, and we, we both agree that there's a criminally underrated story, which is Sylvester Stallone's divorce. It, it's a oh big boy. story, but what they're missing is it seems like it all stemmed from a tattoo mishap. Stop. Where mm -hmm. he had a, so he's had a tattoo of his wife of 25 years on his shoulder, uh -huh. and he had it overdone with a f tattoo of his dog from Rocky. Wow. Butt kiss, yep. 
Butkus. <laughs> so I just think that, Rocky. like, how do you how do you uh, cover this story and not talk about the fact that he just showed up with his wife's tattoo over, like, gone, and now it's a tattoo of a dog that he owned 25 years ago, yeah, he literally more than it's... 40 years ago. Yeah, it's like uh, Michael Jackson, black or white, videoed itself from his wife to. Yes, day. absolutely. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I mean, I, I'm like, I, I was going to say, how is it that I'm only learning about this for the first time? But I also have not clicked on any of the stories about Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, well, this is voice. actually a good one because of the dog related one. Because he, they, it, it started with that he wanted to get a dog, and she yeah. said, and she said, no, we had, we have enough pets. He got. A, he wanted to get a Rottweiler. He also had a hilarious thing. He wanted to get a Rottweiler for family protection. You know, to protect the family. <laughs> like Sylvester yeah. Sloan needs a dog in there for their. Uh, they have a reality in their show. Gated you know? Yeah, yeah, in their, in their mansion to a protect a Rottweiler. But she says no. Yeah. So he uh, retaliated by first getting the dog, but then yeah, changing the tattoo of her face to the dog's to a dog's face, and then the divorce. Wow. Then divorce came the next week. Mm-mm-mm, as it surely would. So Absolutely. Do you, are, are you both, so you're both interested in the same story. I like, we like to help each other with the same story. We can combat, I mean, it's all the same. Well, how about this? How about um, you each play for a side in the Sylvester Stallone, and I believe her name is Jennifer Flavin, because that is one thing that I did get from the headline. <laughs> yes. Uh, divorce. And sure. either of you can, I I'm, mean. I, I, I think I know where CJ's going to go, uh, and I'm going to pick the opposite direction, because it's also what I think. I'm pro-Jennifer here. <laughs> okay, great. I'm 100% for sure. pro-Jennifer. Okay. I feel one of the, the big changes in society over the last uh, 40 years, I feel. Like, when I was growing, like, I think dog lovers have gotten out of control. They've gotten straight up out of control. Like, when I was growing up, yeah. people would be like, oh, you a dog person or a cat person? I'm like, oh, but like, yeah, I like dogs. We own a dog. I like them. That's, like, not sufficient anymore. Like, now you have to be like, I worship the god of the canines. Like, my dog yeah. is more important than anyone else. It is beyond my husband and all that. And I think if you get a picture of your dog over me, your your spouse, that's grounds for a divorce, in my opinion. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah, of course, Sean would take that side of the uh, thing. And, uh, uh, <laughs> because he believes, uh, he's very innocent, where he, not even where he believes that Sylvester Sloan actually wanted a dog to pile around the house or something and not just use it to promote his new you know, Paramount series or whatever, which he did. He, he named it after his character or whatever and, then, and just use it for promotion. But also the fight, I mean, yeah, it's it probably a fight started with a dog, but then it doesn't happen to, they don't go, it, it says here a quote, which is kind of great. The fight over the dog led to fighting over, over other parts of their marriage, which, and then they fiercely stuck to their positions, which I, which I, we're always side for fiercely sticking to your positions, but I'm, uh-huh. but I'm sure that fight changed real quick into like, uh, Oh yeah, every every hidden right, every push down slight from the last twenty five mm-hmm. years came roaring to the surface. But I do, I do like think, uh, I do like Stallone gambling. Like you know what? I think uh, the public's going to join me on the dog issue here. <laughs> Everyone loves a dog. Who's not going to you know side with a dog instead of a bottle? But uh, I, CJ, I think this is also a good business opportunity for us. Uh, there's a dive bar the next town over that is right next to it. It says Illinois fastest divorce. It's actually called the divorce store. Uh-huh. And I think if you added tattoo removal as part of a divorce store, like superstore, like we can yeah. divest you in all ways, you know, bodily, <laughs> financially, every which way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a similar customer. I have to imagine. Well, that, well yeah, that, I would think so. We'll add puppies' faces over your kids. Whatever you need. Whatever you need to make it right. 
to get out of that house. And just slap dogs all over your loved ones. C.J. Sullivan is playing for for Sylvester Stallone. Yes. Uh, Sean is playing for Jennifer Flavin. So, all right, C.J., your buzz-in word will be sly. Just to keep it it quick. And, Sean, your buzz-in word will be Flavin, which will be fun for you to yell because you can make, like, you can do an impression of somebody doing an impression of... (laughs) Uh, Professor Frank, who's doing an impression of Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay? Cool. Love it. Just yell Flavin however Flavin. it suits you. There you go. All right. Let's start this show with a round called She-Hulk, Shmi-Hulk. Uh, She-Hulk, attorney at law. Mm-hmm. I, she may be a divorce lawyer. I don't mm-hmm. know because I'm never going to watch. It's just launched on Disney+, Plus, paving the way for future gender-swapped superhero series like He, Captain Marvel, or He, Peggy Carter, or He, Jane Foster is the Mighty <laughs> Thor. She-Hulk has had some of the weirdest runs in the histories of comics, period. Uh, so we put together a series of what, what may or may not be facts about She-Hulk. You tell me whether they are true or false. If you think they're true, say She-Hulk. If you think they're false, say Shmi-Hulk. These will be asked to you in turn, so you don't have to buzz in. Question number one is for Sean Bear Flannery, playing for Jennifer Flavin. She-Hulk was created to protect a trademark. A trademark. Oh, now that I, I, I believe 90% of comic book characters come from copyright disputes between Marvel and DC. <laughs> so you True. She-Hulk. Okay. You are correct. She-Hulk. Uh, after the success of The Incredible Hulk, the 1970s Bill Bixby classic television show, mm-hmm. rumors began to circulate that the studios were planning a female spinoff, so Marvel made sure to get that cake first. Point to you. <laughs> Question number two is for CJ. She-Hulk was once the fifth member of the Fantastic Four. She-Hulk or Shmi-Hulk? Hmm. Wow. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say false, just because I mean it sounds. I, I want it to be true as much as like that. Yeah. When they, I like when they just try to join other bands, like yeah, see if we can you know, get something going with that. Yeah. Uh, the whole She-Hulk thing too. Like, how does the Incredible Hulk get that adjective? He just she doesn't get an adjective at all. She just gets a just label. Get any kind of yeah. Adjective. You're just a, you're just yeah. a woman version of this woman. Lady <laughs> the adjective Hulk. Is right. Yeah. Woman. You are lady. And then, um, uh, the incredible well, CJ. So I'm going to say you, false. All right. You should have listened to your heart uh, because that was true. After the events of 1984's Secret Wars, She-Hulk briefly replaced the Thing. Mm. Fantastic Four. Uh, question number three is for Sean. The Fantastic Four is not the only team she has been a member of. She was also briefly in the Marvel Comics universe version of the pop, ga- pop band, the Spice Girls, known as Green Spice. She-Hulk or Shmi-Hulk? <laughs> uh, you're asking me if she was a Spice Girl. Uh, a Marvel Comics version. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, it seems like, you know, it's so ludicrous. It seems like something Marvel can do, but I'm going to say false anyways. Good instinct. Yeah. Wow. The writers made that up. <laughs> she would have fit right in. She really would have fit right in. That's a fun writer. Question number four is for CJ in her most famous comic book run, Sensational She-Hulk. Mm, there she we go. Get now she gets an adjective. Um, she went up against a villain called Dr. Bong, who has a bell for a head, which lets him teleport places when he hits it. <laughs> She-Hulk or Shmi-Hulk. <laughs> uh, well, d- just true. hearing Please Dr. Bong is a, is a red flag or an alarm sounding, if you will, for your sure. the, the way your writer's room is already going in the last direction <laughs> with the Shane girl. So I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Shmi-Hulk on that one and say false. Incorrect. It's real. What? Dr. Bong. <laughs> Dr. Bong is real. I don't want to keep getting fooled by your writing staff. 
Because they're good, CJ. They are top notch. Damn good, CJ. You also. So I have I have a huge advantage of over you in this round. You've never read comic books, which I did uh, a lot. Right. You have no idea. You have no idea. People have seen the Marvel universe. You have no idea how crazy actual comic books are. I'm going by game theory. Yeah, but I'm also going by game theory here. The true, false, the red. I'm thinking it's got to balance out. You know, Mm -hmm. like doing a Scantron test. You're trying to apply logic, which is yeah. You don't feel it right. Many a player's downfall, especially when it comes to comics. Number five is for Sean. After creating She-Hulk, Marvel created a character called French Hulk to, uh, to stop French TV channel Canal Plus from making a French version of The Incredible Hulk. She-Hulk or Shmi-Hulk? Uh, I would love for that to be true. I think that one is is not true. What I'm going to say Shmim-Hulk. What are we saying for false? That's close enough. Shmi-Hulk. Yeah. Uh, your, your instinct here is truly... Uh, unimpeachable. That yeah, uh, almost is, about uh, to surrender. Electric. Where is all this happening? All these French Spice Girls? Like, I mean, well, they're not. Are comic were books the still being well? That one was a false one. I know, but even any and then of these Spice things. Girls was false. So, like, bong- all the really all right. Well, bong heads ones. for crying out loud. I mean, bong I- head is real. <laughs> bong head is real. Uh, question number six is for CJ. She Hulk right. once teamed up with Nighthawk, Howard the Duck, and Frankenstein's monster to form a group called the Fearsome Four. Now that seems or Schmihulk. This is definitely false because that seems too believable and Mm. too true. Now I'm getting into that logic of the writers' room and uh, Howard. Howard, they didn't just toss Howard the Duck around like that. Did he jump in and like like, you'd be surprised with Marvel universes? (laughs) (laughs) One of these has got to be false. (laughs) Well, CJ. That happened in 2011 in the Fear Itself storyline, so, The Fearsome Marvel, Four. This is, what? This thing. is what you got to realize, Howard CJ. Howard the Duck was it's around all, in 2011? It's, it's all copyright yeah. stuff, right? So they own Howard yeah. the Duck, so they throw him in. Frankenstein's out of copyright, so like we yeah, can throw him Frankenstein in. Frankenstein is <laughs> super here. What is going he's on? Gonna, they'll throw, it, well, they'll throw Santa strong. Claus in. Anything he's, that's not under just, copyright, they'll <laughs> throw in. Yeah. I'm telling you. It is for these reasons... That I Hubert. can't fully get into comic books. <laughs> right. uh, anyway, CJ, the lesson Moby, here is Moby Dick, Hubert, and some yeah. of and like you know Joe Namath. What, like what's going? How? Where are these combinations? It's great. Are there publishing rights anywhere? Are these in comic books? Are these in street to like? I don't know. Is this on a dark web somewhere? Sean, you're gonna have to field that one. I mean, dude, they don't want to pay a penny for for licensing, so they throw everyone around. They try I and make it. interests, you know, it's like one of the, grab like one stuff of those, out of history. Paul Bunyan, you know, we'll put him on the Avengers. You know, it's anything. like one of those uh, awful drawing arts, like at the fairs, you know, with like the Sopranos and the Godfather having dinner together, and then oh, like, when Jack you go to Sparrow street fairs, yeah, those are great. All the mobs, all the fic- fictional mobsters, then, uh, yeah, having then they just have any together. movie. Then any yep. movie characters whatsoever, like Jack Sparrow, will be in there for some reason, and like yeah, you know, Marilyn Monroe, Darth Vader serving yeah. appetizers. <laughs> right. Darth for some re- for some reason, the thing that popped into my head is the cast of Friends sitting on a, a steel girder overlooking yeah. the. Uh, <laughs> but that's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. But it's, it's a nice a mental good, image. It is absolutely nice. Same genre, nice mental right? image. Yeah. Uh, okay. At the end of round one, the scores are. Oh my goodness, Sean. And Jennifer Flavin, by extension, have three points, Flavin. while CJ and Sylvester Stallone have none at all. But we're just getting started. I think I think I I, I was true to Sly Stallone there. I don't think Sly Stallone would know anything when it <laughs> no, comes I, to you're so right. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to in stay spirit, in this character. Right. Absolutely. In spirit, you're playing a perfect game. Uh, <laughs> so now it is time for a round we are calling Power of the Ringer or Power Ballad Singer. Mm. The Amazon series Rings of Power launches soon. Cannot believe we have the emotional bandwidth for another Lord of the Rings 
project, but we do. <laughs> it's an Amazon TV series all about the origins of the One Ring and how it has the power to make you ignore employee grievances and fly yourself into space. Uh, okay, the series is a distant <laughs> prequel to Tolkien's Middle Earth novels, and it comes with a slate of characters whose names most of you will never remember. Uh, and I will never learn. Uh, to add to that challenge, our writers have compiled a list of characters from the new series and mixed them in with a collection of musicians who are known for their power ballads. I will read you the name. You tell me, is this a power of the ringer or a power, ball power ballad singer? You can say ringer or singer, just to save time. Okay. But you are all deceived, for another twist was forged. Our writers have fed the singer's names through an anagram generator to scramble the letters. <laughs> Okay. I love it. And you must yeah. run, ring in for this one. Okay. Okay. Number one, Galadriel. Flavin. I'm going to say Ringer. Yep. Sean. <laughs> Ringer is correct. I think that is a character even in the movies. Yes, she was played by Kate Blanchett in the movies. In this one, she's played by Morphid Clark, who also okay. sounds like a character from this. Oh, yeah, because some show. of these characters live for like 5,000 years, right? So they'll, yeah, like, they'll, they'll, they'll have to be in prequels and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, number two, Isildur. 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 Mm. You ringing in there, CJ? No, no, I'm trying but to I'm going to go Flavin, I'm going to go yes. Singer on that. Ringer. Uh, ah. this uh, Isildur is a king, an ancestor to Viggo Mortensen's Aragorn. Uh, Okay. I hope, uh, I hope the Lord of the Rings prequel is like, Dune. I watched Dune and I didn't know anything about that universe, but it's like, they all have names like that. And then there's one guy just called Duncan, you know, and like totally. everyone else has a crazy name and you're like, what? who's this I, dude? Yeah. This is what I couldn't believe. I thought people were fucking with me for ages. I, yeah, same. That like the lead in Dune is named Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Paul. Everyone else has a crazy name. And yeah, and it, his trainer is, I think his name is Duncan Idaho, but Earth Duncan Idaho, yeah. In, no, that's, in, yeah. In, and you're like, this is the craziest thing. It's so strange. It's yeah. very, very strange. I just assumed it was a joke, but it apparently <laughs> is not. Number three, Sadil Noni. Hmm. I'll say Sly, and that's got to be a singer. He's on the board. CJ right. Sullivan is on the board. Uh, Sadil Noni is a, an anagram of Celine Dion. Yeah. Oh, uh, of yeah. From Number the French four. From the French She-Hulk episode. <laughs> from the French She-Hulk episode. And the fake uh, movie biography. Have you yes. seen Eline? Yes. I have not actually seen it yet. I'm dying to see it. Maybe this weekend. Uh, Ellen Deal is number four. Ellen Deal. Flavin Singer. Yes. That, that sounds like it's hiding a real name, I feel. Mm. I mean, maybe that's how uh, the Amazon people got to it, but it is from <laughs> this new Lord of the Rings thing. It is the father of Isildur. Oh, All right. Okay. Uh, number five, N. John Loth. N. John. John Roth. N. John Loth. <laughs> that sounds definitely oh, sly, by the way. That sounds like a singer yeah. for sure. That sounds like it definitely. It's an uh, anagram of Elton John. Well ah. done. Absolutely. All right. uh, number six, Bolin, like, the, like Anne Bolin. Bolin mm. Nerti. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Flavin. Flavin. Singer. I'm just going to keep it and sing. It's going to it's going to be true eventually. <laughs> it it was true this time. All right. Uh, it is an anagram of singer Bonnie Tyler. Nice. Uh, yes. Who would fit in seamlessly to Middle Earth in real life? Uh, <laughs> number, I realize. Yeah. yeah. I realize an anagrams without it being written out in front of you like is, is almost like a, 
They're hard it's to picture. In your head. It's pretty yeah. rough in the morning. But nobody ever said the life was going to be fair. Uh, <laughs> no, number I know, seven. It's definitely beautiful mind style. It's just going through my brain. And, uh, yeah. 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 John. Just yeah. Up. Like the like the lady in the in the thing thinking about math projects. <laughs> that you see on Twitter a bunch. I don't I don't know what that's from. But anyway, the lady the lady in the thing. The lady in the thing. Yes. Uh, number seven, Eleanor or Nori in quotation marks. Eleanor and Nori in quotation marks. Mm-hmm. I can go uh, Flavin, yeah. Ringer. Ringer is correct. That was yeah. Uh, Eleanor Nori Brandyfoot is a precursor to the Hobbits, who has a nickname. <laughs> I guess there are nicknames in Middle Earth. <laughs> wow. Uh, number eight, Tam Oleaf. O L E A F. Tam Oleaf. Yeah. So it's. Uh, go out. Uh, go ahead. Go. Ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I'm gonna go singer. Flavin singer. <laughs> Flavin singer. You're correct. Sean, meatloaf. There's an anagram of meatloaf. <laughs> oh my! See, I was who thinking... had the most powerful ballads of them all. Uh, number nine, Jib Novo. Spelled like it sounds. J I B Novo. Jib Novo. I'm gonna say Sly Ringer. Uh, oh, incorrect. That is an anagram of Bon Jovi. Group than a singer, but I can't. That is yep. Jib. Jib. It actually sounds like a star. About? It sounds like a Star Wars bounty hunter to me. Like Jib Nova was coming, yeah. and we're Absolutely. we got to get out of here. But even Jib in that, Nova. even in that world, Sean, it's like looking back because I loved Star Wars when I was a kid. But I look back and it's like Greed O. Oh yeah. Or what right. about what about we have how a greedy the, character? Let's call him Greed O. I love how the uh, octopus people are, are from the island of Calamari. Like like Mon that, Calamari, oh, like that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he called so, the one fat Tie Fighter. His name is I think I think his name is Porks. Like that's his first name. Like, Porks. Porks, yeah. Right. <laughs> like, In Lucas the Star Wars was, Holiday yeah. Special, Chewbacca's kid is named fucking Lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> this is all so goofy. <laughs> all right, number ten. Number ten. Gil Galad. G I L hyphen G A L A D. Mm. That sounds like the perfect Tolkien name. Uh, but I'm going to go Flavin Singer. Incorrect. You should have listened. No, uh, you should have listened. The voice inside your heart. Uh, the High King of the Elves of the West is that, that <laughs> one. All right. So at the end of that round, uh, the scores are as follows. Uh, Sean and Jennifer have seven points. CJ and Sylvester and the dog name Butkus have yes. but two. We're gonna take a little break. We're gonna walk. Yeah. We're gonna walk butt kiss, and we'll be right back <laughs> with more troubled waters. This week, greatest discovery becomes greatest trek. That's because greatest trek is for way more than just discovery. We renamed our hit show that's on Maximum Fun, covering all the new Star Trek shows, Lower Decks, Strange New Worlds, Picard, Prodigy, Discovery, and any other new Star Trek show Paramount throws at us. Come find out why we're the most important Star Trek podcast on the internet with our funny, informative recaps of all the new Star Trek shows that Paramount keeps churning out. Subscribe to Greatest Trek. It's a new Star Trek podcast from the makers of The Greatest Generation. Oh, hi. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Sean Bear Flannery and C.J. Sullivan. We are continuing on the Lord of the Rings theme. 
And I'm sure you're both thrilled. Our <laughs> next round is called Are You the Lord of the Rings? Hmm. We are trampling over Tolkien's title. We are bringing you a game where I play you the sound of some famous rings from pop culture. You buzz in as soon as you can to identify what that ring is from. If you guess correctly, you get two points and you get the the dangerous, the unfettered power that the title Lord of the Rings apparently confers. Keep your buzzing words ready. Quicks to guess gets the points. Number one, name these rings. Oh, uh, Flavin. Flavin. I think that's that's Sonic. That is the sound that uh, you get that Sonic makes when you do the rings. Yeah. Yes, two points to you. All right. Of course, it was going to be Sonic the first. Number two. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Name the ring. Name that's the, the ring. only one. That's the only one I would have known too. I'm yeah. Well, um, fuck. Sly that was got one. you in your head, CJ. Got you in your head. <laughs> Sly's going to get wiped clean in this divorce. We don't know about that. We don't know. We don't know because it's really all over the place from pop culture, as you will learn. You're right. You're right. Number you're two. I get down on myself. Uh, Flavin, that's a ring of fire. It is yeah. ring of fire. Did yeah, you right. try to ring in there, CJ? Or I was enjoying the song. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. That so means. in a way, you you've won. You've won in that. Yeah, way. I'm just you, you got to hear you know four seconds of know. ring of fire. Some people compete can... in different ways. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Number three. Mine's by not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have sly on this one. Sly. That's uh, that is that is Queen Bay, of course, and that's uh, Beyonce. Put a ring what's, on. What's the song? All right. Is that all right? Put a, put better. Put a ring on it, or uh, you should have put a ring on it. Kind of a ring. Uh. I, I can guarantee he's gonna be closer than anything I got. I know it's. Uh... <laughs> well, the proper title of the song is "Single Ladies." Single <laughs> Ladies, yeah, of course. Put a ring I, was, on I could it do the, uh, the video thing. Well, sure, of course. Video thing, Who could but, forget? But we, crazy robot hand. Oh, we loved it. That, that's gotta be that's gotta be one of those songs with that in parentheses. What I do, like, you know, I, like I, I think it might be. I you know, like when I just put the part of it, I just you know died in your arms tonight in parentheses, whatever. Like the uh, right, you single ladies, single ladies parentheses. Right. You gotta put party. if you yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. you you have to add the print if nothing else for karaoke night, you know, because no one's gonna request it under the proper title. Exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. People do know single ladies though. Yeah, yeah uh, the bad. guy like the uh, the guy from Harvey Danger. Mm-hmm. Is uh, is like a music writer in Seattle now, and he was like, "If I had called that fucking song, I'm not sick, but I'm not well. Yes. I would be living on my yacht <laughs> in the French Riviera." But I decided to call it "Flagpole Sitter." Right, flagpole sitter, which is living in an apartment in Seattle. <laughs> That's amazing. The real ones know, but everyone else doesn't, and that kind of sucks. All right, number four. Because that is the videotape that kills you when you watch it. You start to play it, that's like somebody's nightmare. Uh, Sly. Sly. The movie The Ring. Japanese horror. The Ring. Absolutely. Sylvester Stallone has woken up. His his protein shake is hitting. He is putting (laughs) points on the board. It is a little hydrator, right? Um, the, uh, the me- metrics. He's a very eighty. I bet he still has like eighties metrics and stuff like uh, shit. protein oh, shakes. Sure. You know. Yeah. Although he does, he Massive does camp- scoop. He does campaign around like in like pretty much. He's like a salesman for steroids, like an HGH. HGH. Got- yeah. Yeah. He loves HGH. He's like everyone should do it. I don't understand what the problem is. He got you know? caught coming over from Mexico with it one time. Yeah. It and he was like, he, he was like befuddled. He's like, I just assumed this was legal. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Why is it everyone on it? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, you thought? Okay. Well, cool. Come on through, Sylvester Stallone. You're an American hero. 
Uh, okay. What ring is this? Flavin. Flavin. Uh, ring around a posies, right? <laughs> CJ, can you get any closer? Yeah. <laughs> um. We all London? fall down. Yeah, uh, that's the London only thing Bridges I remember. Possible? Was London, London Bridges involved in that? London Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think London <laughs> Bridges. London Bridges fell, right? Duck, duck, Dorn goose. And child, and we'll child. All in there. Uh, yeah. Um, monkeys. Frankenstein. Well, closest to the pin ring around was a pocket full of posies. Sean. It was ring around the rosy. Ah, ring around the rosy. Ring around the rosy. Pocket full of posies. <laughs> there you go. There you go. About a ashes, better ashes. title song than. All right. Flagpole. So. Points actually go to CJ for that one because you actually did say ring around the rosy. It was ring around the rosy. Listen, the kids had no sense of rhythm at all. It threw us all off. (laughs) I don't like that. I don't like it. Get it together. If you're going to put it on tape, if you're going to put it on vinyl, get it together. I I did like Sean's playing of we all fall down. We all fall down. We all all fall down. So let's point for everybody. We all fall down. Number six is our final ring. What is it? The ring. It chose you. Take it. Place the ring in the lantern. Sly, and that would be Schmeagle, right? That's the actual no. Lord of the Rings. No. Right. no. No, not Schmeags. No, it's not Schmeags. Not all Schmeags. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm stuck on that Schmeags. one. I mean, it sounds like a very melodramatic moment where an mm-hmm. important ring is being passed around. I would have gone yeah. maybe with you, CJ, but I, I have no idea. Seemed like the Precious. It's not a Precious. It was, in fact, and honestly, if they had played the entire movie, none of us would have gotten it. It was the ring from Green Lantern. Oh, oh you know, I was actually thinking in my head, what's the only other thing that has the, a ring right. of power? And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's Green Lantern. But Green Lantern. I should have, I should have said that. That was actually Sly Stallone giving there. back his wedding ring for the divorce. <laughs> oh, oh, you want to bring it full circle? I mean, do you think they even talk to each other? Or is it just like through representatives? Oh, I, I think it's like at this point, it's like when when a company sells off uh, <laughs> a, a, like a building or something. Right. Like, like it, yeah. it's a yeah. financial divestment. Like I, I could see Ernst and Young handling this divorce. You know, like a major accounting firm. He he broke Absolutely. up. <clears throat> I guess they broke up um, a while ago when he got he got caught cheating, or whatever, via a FedEx letter. Which is pretty amazing. Which <laughs> <laughs> is even amazing. That he even sent that. Like he was Write just doing this his daily down, tasks. Like you're talking to your right. assistants. <laughs> Via wow. FedEx letter. I'm sorry, Janice Dickinson's having my baby. This is gonna have to settle it. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that part. Yeah, that was that's where it fit. But then apparently it wasn't the kid. But Good so they got god. so they got back together, and then here we are. Ugh, what a hideous soap opera! Life really <laughs> it's, is. It, it's very. It's a very 1980s story. Like, like yeah. it's almost like it's a, it seems like a classic, like a greatest hit, like a, a sliced alone, messy divorce. You know, when he's just absolutely. Dog tattoos and kids and you know super supermodel. He sized alone. Like it's just it's they don't great. make stories like this anymore. It's the way they used they really to. Don't. Is what I'm trying to they say. You know, really this is they this really is don't. nostalgic for me. Or they do, and there are so many of them that you can't really keep up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like yeah. Jason Sudeikis like delivering papers to Olivia Wilde while she's like huh? doing yeah. a talk somewhere. That's some shit. In Vegas, right? Uh, I had nothing to do with it. And then he claims he has. No, you have something to do with it. Your lawyers <laughs> yes, are telling of course you when you you're. Of yes, of course you do. <laughs> you fucking handsome villain. Uh, okay, the end of that round. The scores are Sean with eleven, Sly, and mm-hmm. CJ with eight. 
Well, we Never got a ball Rock. game. Never Shit count Rocky up. out. Never count Shit Rocky out. Shit is tightening up. And we're going to be right back with our final game after this. Hey there, it's Annabelle Gerwich. And I'm Lara House. We host Tiny Victories, the 15-minute podcast that's about the little things. Getting into the tiny victory frame of mind is about recognizing minor accomplishments and fleeting joys. Isn't it a wonderful day when the first password you try actually works? When it's freezing cold outside and toasty as all get out in my shower, my tiny victory is that I turn off the water and get on with my day. We can't change this big dumb world, but we can celebrate the tiny wins. So join us on Maximum Fun or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's Let's get get tiny. Hey, welcome back. I am Dave Holmes. This is Troubled Waters. Playing are Sean Bear Flannery and CJ Sullivan. It is now time for a game we are calling The New Labors of Jerkules. Labor Day is right around the corner. It's September 5th. What better time to revisit some of the most famous labors of all time, the 12 labors of Hercules. Now, most of these labors involved killing or cleaning up after mythical beasts, so we've decided to update a few of them and challenge you, our guests, to solve them. I'm going to give you a series of modern-day dilemmas. I will task you with giving us a solution. I will read out a labor. Whoever has a strong idea for how to solve it will give me a short answer, giving me that solution. That person's opponent will then have to think of an opposing solution. I will decide which ultimately is better, and I will assign points in a fickle and arbitrary way. Uh, Okay, here we go. Uh, Labor number one, the bull. You're out with friends, you run into someone you know that you're supposed to recognize, but you don't know how you know that person or their name. What do you do? Solve this labor. I mean, I'll tell you what I do in real life. Sean. I'm old fashioned. I just assume everyone's as bad as, and and this this has about a 50% success rate, so it may not be the best solution. (laughs) I I assume they're as equally confused, and I introduce myself as, oh, you probably forgot me. I'm Sean Flannery, Sean Bear Flannery. So I just take the initiative and introduce myself. And half of them are like, oh, yeah, I think we met, you know, yeah. But then there is that 20% of people like, oh, we've met many times. And they're like offended. So it's kind of like a high risk, high reward uh, methodology. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. CJ, what you got? <clears throat> well, I I was gonna do uh, what Sean actually does in real life, and uh, which <laughs> which he, he's never as played as that. He, what he likes to do is just go go with a very high risk reward and just assume a name, guess a name, and throw it out there loudly and confidently. You, you I mean, it hits at about a like a two percent clip, I'd say. Like you know, it's like ah, oh, there's there's Mario, whoa, Mario. He's like Mario. That's not even close. I'm Peter. You know. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, now you're Peter. And like, but it's it's so like oh, like you know, gets you alarming and off off their uh, kilter, they're off their game, that they almost they're not even offended because why would you even guess that? Like that's not even yeah. close. Like oh, I just went with it and uh, move forward. Now we all move forward. Now we all know the right names and no one. I like feel, it. Feelings are. It's so wrong that it doesn't even hurt your feelings. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Honestly, I'd like to give you points for honesty, Sean, but I can't. I'm giving uh, CJ four points for for real honesty, for revealing your actual truth, and for like giving me a really good idea because this just sounds like fun. 
Sounds it like a fun I do. Story now that he said involved. it, I'm like, actually, I think that is what I do. It's exactly <laughs> what you do. Like, I'm gonna. He'll, he'll ask you first. Like, now, what's her name again? Is that Lisa? I'm like, I'm. I'm I have no idea. I'm gonna go with Lisa. Looks like looks like a Lisa. I, I want go to I don't know if I told you. This. I once just sent me to go get a birthday cake decorated for somebody's birthday, and I had Philip <laughs> put on it. His, his name oh, no. was Jeff. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Not great. Very easily wow. changed. And yet, <laughs> probably the only birthday cake this person will right. ever Right. What's well, a fun cake? Yeah. You gotta have a fun cake with a different name on it. Yeah. Super fun cake. Oh, do I love it. All right. Uh, four points to you. CJ's suddenly yes. in the lead. Here's You're what lead I do. Buddy. I rope somebody else into it, and that gives about a 50% success rate also. Because like, if somebody comes up to me and they're like, hey, Dave, and I'm like, oh, I, don't fucking, I don't know who this person is at all. Right. And Ben is right next to me. I say, oh, hey, have you met Ben? And I hope that that person then says, oh, hi, Ben, I'm Helen or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. It, but it's usually like, oh, no, hi. And then they don't say their name. And then we're both <laughs> fucked. <laughs> People just under like that, it's like not when, enough going along with it. You're right. Like help me yeah. out here. We're all in the same situation. Don't do that exactly. whole like we've met story bullshit. Just let's go. Let's, we're trying yeah. to get through the day. When you're this interaction here, when somebody's doing this, or when somebody is saying something like "nice to see you" mm-hmm. instead of "nice to meet you," <laughs> right. you know that that person is like struggling inside yeah. trying to figure out where whether you have or haven't. Yeah. Met. So nice help them the fuck out yep. because it's going to happen to you too. Oh, mm-hmm. nice to see you again. I didn't realize how, how fucking het up I was about this, but I am. <laughs> All right. Uh, number two, the bore, B-O-A-R. Uh, someone keeps trying to make plans with you, but you do not want to do it at all. How do you maneuver out of it? Well, I'm lucky. I have kids, and you can blame oh. whatever the hell you want on I kids. Know. You know, you could, like they got the flu, they got COVID, right. ADHD, whatever you want to say, you know. Sure. Um, so I, that's when I bring the kids out. You know, I'll, I'll have people. I don't mention my kids ever until I need them to get out of something. It's like, you know, it, it's so you're later, like, you know, in college, everyone had like, you know, five dead grandmas, you know, to get out sure. of reports, you yeah, know, yeah. like your, your kids are that later in life. That's how you get out of everything, you know? Right. Wow. Absolutely. I, I think now, literally nowadays, the first time in my life I've wanted children. CJ? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's tough and you can't pull out the, the, the dogs don't work with that sometimes, although you can't no. do it. No. You can pull out. I do like a, a false positive COVID sometimes. That's also a risk reward because that works and spread. But like it. Because then like you look co- like the hero. I, I don't want anything bad to happen to you. Yeah, to you. And it could be, but you're also doing other plans too. Like you like throwing <laughs> that's, like. That's when the plan falls apart. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. We're, we're kind of throwing COVID under the bus now. We're just trying to use it as an ex- any kind of excuse to get out of things. Like, I, I don't want to go to that third bar with COVID and everything. It's scary. Like, you just went to the other two. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, I, I'll print out a false positive. I, I have a, fa- a false positive card like on my. Uh, on my, in my Apple wallet, you know, basically with IDs, vax, vax cards, and oh, you want have plans, and I can just show that. Look at that, I'm positive, yeah. and it's ever changing date. <laughs> oh, false positive. You're mm-hmm. a bad man. And COVID is not a joke, CJ. Points <laughs> to Sean Bear Flannery for honestly, for like revealing the real truth about the benefits of children. Five points to you. Uh, okay, number three, the stables. You have arrived at a party. And you thought you were fashionably late, but you're actually the first one there. And now it is just you and the host who you don't actually like all that much for <laughs> you don't know how long. What do you do? This is a tough one. This is very tough. Yes, I, it is. I think what I would do, I mean, you want to do as little one-on-one social engagement in this situation as possible. So I'm just going to assign myself tasks that I think 
are needed to get this party started. Like I'm, I'll do dishes, you know, I'll, I'll clean bathrooms. I'm I'm just, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to become a busybody. And I'll, and like, he's going to, they're going to probably try and stop me. And I'm like, I'll be like, no, 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 I don't mind. I don't mind. You know, like, like, yeah, I'll do it. So I'm just going to work. I'm going to turn this into an actual labor. I'm going to solve this with labor. Yes. Go bark, bark outside for more audience members. It's just like, uh, I, I'm trying to get myself over the hypothetical situation of walking into this house with no cars outside and like and, and just going to. I would rather anyway see a dead early. body on the floor than, than walk into the situation <laughs> right. you're describing. Right. You exactly. know, <laughs> I mean, and there's like a porch light on there. Like, is this the right place? And there's absolutely. I mean, I can just see myself peering through the window. And CJ, yeah, no, we're both no like we, we like. I think all of us are picturing the exact person we know that this could happen to <laughs> that we would be stuck <laughs> right, with. They're like, oh my god, how am I going to engage this guy? <laughs> oh, yeah, usually the people that don't leave late also come very early. <laughs> and then there's just no situation where I can see myself being that person. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I would I would admit, I would fake maybe having kids and false positive again once the time. <laughs> Like, oh go. Jesus! Throw it My all kids out just there. called. They all got COVID. I don't know why they're testing <laughs> All my children themselves. have COVID. I have to go. But yeah, we're gonna have to go. I hope uh, someone else shows up. But if not, yeah. Honestly, Sean, again, the points to you. Four points to you. I yeah. Uh, yeah you just got to put yourself to work. You got to put yourself yeah. to work. Makes the time go faster. And like, if you don't have anything to do, then you're just looking at the books and records of the person and yeah. hating them more. <laughs> yeah, and then you got to talk to them because there's always that anxiety if you host a party of you don't think anyone's going to show up, and then like mm-hmm. there's really that point, and then I'm not going to talk you down out of that because I'm like, yeah, it's very possible. I mean, do you want people to show up? Really, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want people to show, up, but like this may be the so, night. Nobody. So that's shows. why Sean is right by doing some work. You know, you can get yourself out of that conversation. So. There you go. There you go. Very like very clever, and you get uh, you know you get lime wedges at the end of it. <laughs> uh, okay, finally number five, right. the apples. You have just ordered a delicious meal from a restaurant. The server puts it down and says, "Enjoy your food." You say, "You too." How do you get out of it? <laughs> <laughs> right without. Uh, Aping Brian Regan's bit, but like so, I, you know, right, of throwing because well, well, he Brian Regan famously goes when you know when you have not now but later when you have a break or something. You enjoy your meal. I just act like it never happened. I, you know, I, you know what? I'm not. There's no. I don't have the social skills to dignify what I just did <laughs> and create any kind of like an approximation of a solution. And I know I will never stop talking if I start yeah. dignifying this. So yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start eating my fajitas. Like I am gonna act like go. I did nothing wrong whatsoever. You know. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm gonna act like I'm requesting uh, music being played by you too. I'm like, can you can you get the, <laughs> uh, can the host? Absolutely. How about I that mean, album I, that they put on our phone? Put it. Yeah, we put it on our phone. So let's take that time right now. So what's the Bluetooth here? I can put it right through on my phone. I'll patch it right through, and we all we'll enjoy it, right? I mean, they already had consent issues as it was by putting it on our phone. Yeah. So let's yeah. uh, play it right through this Bennigan's. You know what? Honestly. <laughs> Point to you. Three points to you for that one. Uh, CJ. Very 80s. Sly's very 80s related. Sly's very (laughs) 80s and we're we're bringing it back. Here's the thing that I have done uh, enough times to know not to do it. Uh, For me, it's at an airport where I'm like, I buy a, you know, pretzel thins and a men's health at the Hudson News. And uh, and the person says, have a nice flight. And I say, you too. And then I take a couple steps away and I'm like, I said, you too. You're working and I I get it. And the person has all in the two seconds been like, who is this stranger who is talking to me now? <laughs> they don't. They didn't notice it. It happens to them a thousand yeah. times a day. What they can don't I ring care. you? They ring Move. you up again. 
<laughs> on. Eat your goddamn pretzel things and get over it. All right, I am tallying the points. With a, with a decisive wow. victory, it is Jennifer Flavin and Sean yeah. Bear Flannery she with 20 points. CJ, not that far behind with 15. Really, in a, in a Sylvester Stallone, Jennifer Flavin divorce, mm-hmm. everyone's a winner. Uh, so, but congratulations <laughs> to you. Just in all divorces, Sean. everyone's a winner. <laughs> I think that's universally true. Uh, it is now time for plugs. Let us know what you're working on. And then to offset the ego karma, Tell us about something someone else made that you want the world to know about. Sean, we'll start with you. Um, I just came out with a book that I wrote during lockdown. It's called Places I Can't Return To. Uh, It's available on my website, Sean Bear Flannery, and it's a bunch of funny stories about bars I got thrown out of, cities I got thrown out of, mixed with like a little bit of science and history on each place. Fuck yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm real proud of it. I I think it's funny. Uh, Something that's going on that I, it, it can just be anyone. Um, I saw a show in Chicago recently that I was blown away by. Uh, so anyone who's out in Chicago, I think it's on. It's either on Monday or Tuesday, so I apologize for not getting it right. But it's called Ladylike, and it's mm-hmm. all female performers just telling like gross female stories, like about anything, like like just like their grossest moments. And it was absolutely hilarious. I think uh, it was packed room. Uh, I loved it. Uh, so check that out if you're in Chicago. Excellent, Ladylike. Miss the wow. Chicago comedy and theater scene. I will tell you that. It's great, yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't really have that. Uh, Sean, thank you. CJ, how about you? Um, other than the Blackout Diaries, you can just follow me on Instagram. CJ Sullivan was taken is my official name there, and I love it. Yeah, you can. I'll direct you to everything, but let's go to yeah to other people's stuff. I want to uh, plug Dale McPeak's album that just came out. Dale McPeak is a Chicago uh-huh. comic, and uh, you know the name of his special there, Sean? I think it's, it's like isn't it called My Mom's, my mom's uh, Son? Some bullshit like that. But anyway, it's great. Kind of <laughs> I love it. Like Dale that. McPeak, check it out. And in L.A., the comedy show The Fable by Mike Bridenstine and Mike Holmes. And they uh, have the best cheeseburgers in L.A. It's written up in The Thrillist. It's one of the 20 best burgers in L.A. And there's a comedy show there every Wednesday in Eagle Rock at The Fable. Great show. Fable. Yep, The Fable. It's a great show and a great bar because L.A. does not have a lot of that going on, you know, where the, no. both the bar and the show are cool. Great, yeah. And we need that really badly. Here's another thing that we actually need, and it may exist in Chicago and it may not. Um, but as I as I become a man of a certain age, we need like a four o'clock comedy show. Yes, four p.m. I, four p.m. Yes, yeah, four yeah, p.m. Yeah. I need I the sun in the old. sky, an early dinner. Yeah, I like could not two be more comics agreement. for ten minutes yep, apiece. Absolutely, and then get it's home over. at a decent hour. Don't <laughs> yes. let don't let comedy ruin your day, your night. No, I mean just no. get it over with. Don't let it take over your night. Don't Absolutely. be looking for parking somewhere at 10 p.m. Oh like, we... pull in at the end of your workday. Laugh right. briefly. Have Get some a quick snacks. laugh in. Get out yes. there. Right. Get now yourself you home for American ahead. Ninja Warrior. Go to bed. And now you can enjoy yourself. Now you got that task out of the way of laughing. Yes. You know, at a show. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love it. There should be 4 p.m. comedy shows, I tell you. If that was a thing... I would start doing comedy <laughs> at age 51. Uh, Sean Bear Flannery, CJ Sullivan, thank you so much for playing oh, Troubled Waters. Thank you. It awesome. has been a pleasure hanging with you. You there, you there with the headphones. Yeah, you. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. You have been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Sean Bear Flannery make a noise. Hey, thank you. <laughs> CJ Sullivan. <laughs> Bad slice to low depression. 
Yeah. <laughs> all right. I, I, I'm music. proud of us by not doing a slash low impression. Whole, <laughs> Can you believe we got through time. the whole thing? That was wonderful. Yeah. I'm proud of all of us. Yeah, good work. Good work. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Oh, bad news. Lady Tron is doing a Sylvester Stallone impression right now. We're not going to do that. <laughs> Thank you to them for letting us use that song. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas <laughs> and Laura Swisher. And we love you and we'd never divorce you. Bye. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.